0: Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Friday, and this is the 23rd week after Pentecost, the last week of the church here. This week, we are making our way through all of the readings that are assigned for the coming weekend, the Festival of Christ the King. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God, and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hands are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets, but in these last days God has spoken to us by a Son. A reading from Luke chapter 23. This morning we'll read verses 35 through 38. And the people stood by watching. Pilate hangs a sign over Jesus to tell the world that Rome has crucified the Messiah. This is a direct message of power, control, and domination. The people witnessing the crucifixion get the point. And some turn to mock and ridicule Jesus. What kind of Messiah ends up on a cross without even putting up so much of a fight? How, how could God's chosen instrument of salvation for his people end up dying in such a humiliating way? Why didn't he fight? Why doesn't he fight? Why doesn't he save himself? Those are abiding questions that swirl around the cross, even today. And yet Jesus endures the pain of the cross and the mockery of the soldiers and the leaders and the people, wait to see if Jesus will respond to their taunts with a miracle. There is something in those taunts, a temptation even, that tells us about Jesus' faith and trust in the Heavenly Father, about what God is truly doing in this place. Each of the taunts mocks Jesus for his inability to save himself. That is the perfect trust and faith of the Christ, who commends his cause and his life entirely into God's hands and waits for God to act, to justify, to vindicate. Isn't that the moment that we see ourselves in Jesus? No matter how we try, we simply cannot save ourselves. And in those moments, it seems, when we try the hardest to save ourselves, to work out our own salvation, in whichever form we might think that takes, isn't it in those moments that we lose our faith in God? Jesus shows us that even the most innocent and undeserving, the most righteous and peaceful and kind among us, suffer and die in so many cruel ways that sin and death are still at work in the world. And Jesus shows us that God has seen our suffering, forgiven our sins, and set about to raise us to a new life. The cross becomes the way of Jesus' people in the world from now on until Jesus comes again. We do the work, we do the ministry that God has given us to do in the places that we have been put in this life, and through that we share the good news about Jesus in God's kingdom. We love all people following God's example, but in the end, we trust God for the coming of the kingdom, for the salvation of the world, for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Jesus will not save himself because he is committed to saving us all through his faith in God's promise. He will not save himself because he is saving the world, not through the power or through might or or by the sword, but through the power of his love. Today, we do not have to go out to save the world through what we do. But in all we do, We can point all people confidently to the one who by his love endures the taunts and ridicule of this world to save us all. Jesus Christ, our Lord. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord, who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, for the gift of relationship with others. Who else? For what else are we thankful for? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all. In Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. And especially the people, the ministries, the leaders of St. Paul's Lutheran Church for those who govern the nations of the world, for the people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save this earth from carelessness and destruction. For who else? For what else do we pray today? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son,